Hey guys, you've downloaded the Friday podcast. Oh, if Friday. you're a regular podcaster, this one. Here you go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It is a Friday though, so it's time to reflect with everything we've done. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. I tell you what, we had a lot of stars on the show this week. Smith, Melbourne of women. G'day guys, it's Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith, good morning buddy. Good morning guys, how good is it waking up after a Maroons victory? So good, a little bit of a headache, but so good. (laughs) Great moment for those boys, really proud of them. Now they've just created their own history. He's got a new book out and I learnt he's been with his wife since year 12. Their first date, well, it wasn't as romantic as you would have thought. I asked her out on a date in year 12. and Do you remember where the date was? I do. This is in my book too. Um, so I'm, I'm trying not to give too much yeah. away. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping people want to buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds really bad, guys, but my first date was actually to one of my, uh, to a semi-final. I was playing in under 17. Of course. Playing for Logan Brothers. Um, and I, I thought, well, I've got to really rip in and play a good game here. Mm. And... Um, I scored a couple of tries and we won the game. So, and now, uh, now, now that now that young lady, my wife, so I must have impressed her. Oh, that is really cute. And we caught up with an old friend. My name is Amy Shaw. Amy Shark, good morning. Good morning. We always have so much to talk about. How are we all? Oh, we're sweet as. There you go. Been a minute. Yeah, Yeah. has been a minute. Has been a minute. You know, we could just sit around and talk for hours. What about you guys? Been busy. See, this is the problem. I hate when people say like, "What have you been up to?" Because I never have anything exciting to tell people. Like the first interview that you did as us as a three was really cool because we all just shared a beer. And now I feel like every time we chat, you probably think we're a disappointment because we're more fun then. Remember, we were, like, we were celebrating our number one? Yeah. yeah, I remember when you guys were fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember when you got sold out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> She's so funny. This week, Abby confessed to an addiction she's been struggling with. My name's Abby, and I'm addicted to buying things online. Hi, Abby. Hi. What have you bought online after a few beverages? Because back in July, uh, I must have purchased something that I don't remember. So it's just arrived. It arrived at my house and I thought, what is this magical thing? It turns out it's some sort of beauty product or something. And it's like this, this, how would you describe that? Gold penis? Uh, no, Matthew. He's not wrong. It's not. If yours looks like that, mm. come Guilty. on. Oh, you can see. <laughs> you have to admit it bears a striking resemblance. No, okay, yes. But have you never bought anything after and thought? No. No? Apart from the jacket I bought for me that was 17 sizes too small, so I gave it to you. <laughs> i got to get off it. <laughs> off the drink or off the shopping? <laughs> Both. Both, I think. <laughs> And I learnt Abby isn't alone with this addiction. You guys love to drink and buy. Well, I was on holidays up in Cairns, came home two weeks later, and there was a vacuum cleaner. I had woke up at some stage, so I went shopping. (laughs) And then passed out again. Had no clue that I'd even bought it. 
I was in hospital high on morphine, <gasps> came out of hospital and I had six pa packages arrive, the same lot of coffee table books in each package. So each purchase was $300. Whoa. Well, I had too many red wines one night and I spent $8,200 on a motor vehicle from Grey's Online. Oh, I love looking at those, but I've never known anyone that's bought one. Yeah, it was in New South Wales, so we had to catch a plane <gasps> to go and get it. <laughs> <laughs> A week it was here in Brisbane with the Origin Decider. Can you believe what they were reporting down south about the team? This is the worst Queensland team in 40 years. We thought we'd better give the boys a bit of a hand. And we did a spiritual cleansing of Suncorp Stadium. The Father, Son and the Mother Earth and the Divine Consciousness Force to bless ourselves, Queensland, Australia and the world with love, light and healing energy. We ask that the boys embody the spirit of the greats before them. The courage of Wally Lewis, the strength of Arthur Beetson, and the skill of Jonathan Thurston. May your passes be never forward, and Gus Gould never speak. The backs be quick as lightning, and most of all, when the siren goes, that you hold the shield up high, sending this blessing out to the boys. One, two, three, Queenslander. It was a moving moment. God of strength and courage, we thank you for the freedom to gather and for the thrill of a great sporting competition. Surround this stadium with your protection. We commend to you all who will play, shout, laugh and cry here tonight. And we ask that you bless this State of Origin event in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And I learnt, well, it bloody worked. Origin has done and dusted Queensland winning the Shield. Thank you to everyone in this stadium. This is the best stadium in the world. Thank you very much. And on behalf of the worst ever Queensland team, thank you very much. That's what I've learned this week. And you can catch up with everything again on the podcast and online at the Stav, Abby and Matt Facebook page. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Phone home. Phone home. Oh, it's going to be interesting to see where you guys sit on this one because there's been a furious debate online. We're a 24-hour society now, right? Right? Yeah. Well, apparently not to this uh, carpet man because... A lady who is a interior architectural designer. Uh -huh. She has uh, text. Yeah, she's text. I am a petrol pump engineer. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's what she is. I love her. Uh, I love reading people's uh, job descriptions mm. on their. So, emails. what is the difference between an interior designer and an architectural designer? Uh, well, I look at it from an architecturally perspective in the 3D render. So <laughs> anyway, that. she's very qualified. Uh, but she has posted on Twitter an exchange between her and a guy that sells carpet. And she was like, mm, am I in the wrong? And she's sort of done it as a bit of a joke, I guess. She has uh, texted him saying, hi, could I have a quote, please? Now, that text came through at 12.15 a.m. That night. Well, morning. Yeah. And he's written, Yes. Here's a quote. Who the asked for carpet at 12.15am? 
Fair play. It's <laughs> so one of the classic quotes. <laughs> there has been so many comments, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of comments of people um, on different sides of it. Because some people said, yes, of course, why couldn't you text at work hours? Other people have said, well, obviously, that's when you work. That's when you're the busiest. Or maybe you couldn't sleep. He shouldn't have replied back. It's his responsibility to have his phone off. I agree with the woman who texts. Mm. Because we work horrible hours, mm. and sometimes if I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and can't get back to sleep, mm. I often think I would. it's better just to get up and then nail stuff that I would usually do after the show. And if I can flick someone a text, they're going to get that first thing in the morning, and, well, then it's on their to-do list. I'm, I'm an anytime text person, yeah. but I know you used to hate it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there should be... Because not everyone turns their phone off at night, and it's not... That's fine, too. You don't have to. And there should be, yeah, but it's I would weird, say, though, between 7 get, and 10. Because I'll get a text. You used to say to me, don't you ever, ever text me before 8 a.m. on the weekends. Mm. Yeah. Didn't stop you, though. Well, no, because I used to see that you're on Facebook. So I used to go to Facebook and I could see the messenger was on. So I'm like, well, you're up. That so why can't so I text you? Another, another you. way she's changed me. Now it can text me anytime she wants. You know what's no, but hard? It's, it's a weird one because I understand what you're saying. It used to be for safety. You'd always have your phone on in case. Mm. But I'll turn my phone off because I'm like, if anything's really important, I'll get a knock at the door, I guess. And maybe it's different if I had teenagers that were out. Mm-hmm. Then I probably would. But I, my friends will text me at nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. or ten o'clock at night mm-hmm. and they would think that's reasonable but for me I'm asleep mm. so then I would just text them back at you know 2am yeah I do the same thing yeah. anyone texts me post 8.30 at night they get their reply at 4am when yeah. they get up why why yeah well because I think they're happy to text at any point so then they're a happy open. text person yeah. so I'll text Anytime. Sounds like you're, you're texting them back out of spite. Like you text oh, me no, after no, no, it's fine. You back a, at there's a tiny bit of I'll it. I'll text Maddie yeah. at any time because I know that he doesn't mind. Nah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, no. but I would never. I wouldn't text you in the mornings. Yeah, you can. I have it off now. I've changed. Oh, do you? Of course uh, I do. See, mine, mine. I put on silent too. So if I go to bed, I'll have it on silent so mm. I don't. It doesn't wake me. Mm. Um, but I agree. I think just now. And look, you know, I, I probably think it would be better if it was the old days of you don't ring because the phone rings in the middle of the night. Mm. But I just think that is the world we're in now. You can message someone on Instagram on their phone. You can um, do text. I think the world, the way we live in the world is 24 hours, so emails days. you're allowed to do at any time, right? Oh, yeah, emails you can do at any time. Yeah, but you can look but, like a freak if it's 2 a.m. in the morning. For that. Yeah. You're, like, actioning it. Like, Esther gets paranoid if she, because she works from home, yeah. she might take an hour or two in the middle of the day to do something personal and then work late at night once the kids are in bed mm. to make up the hours. Mm. But she doesn't, she saves them all in her outbox and then doesn't send them till 8 a.m. the next uh, day. So she doesn't look like, look at me, up late working hardest in the upper. But she was, she should take credit for that. Definitely. <laughs> but that's a different person as well. Yeah, when she's going for a pay rise and they're like, well, yeah. you're only work between office hours. Yeah. She'll like, <laughs> Then you go the opposite way. Look, I need double time and a half because I work between 2 a.m. and 4.30 in the morning. So, on a Sunday. <laughs> so what do we work out? Can Nothing. we text anytime? Can we text our producers anytime? I mean, we do text you anytime yeah, of the you day. You're fine on silent, don't we, you? Did you just say, do you text me any time of the day? Yeah, mm. we do, oh. don't we? I mean, collectively as a three, it could start at 3.30am and still be going at 9 o'clock at night. So, <laughs> and then sometimes like there's text? the odd 1am text. They're fun. Yeah, but you're single and are lonely. You, are you asleep? Oh, are you whoa. joking me? Is that the I'm text done. messages you send her <laughs> at 1 in the morning? Hey, single and lonely. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just, well, I just thought you'd want to chat to us on the weekend. We're a family. Yeah. We oh, are a no, family. We chat on the weekends. That's fine. I don't have a life, actually, if you guys didn't text me. I'd be like, ah. <laughs> 
Hobbs, Dav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The countdown is on to Westfield's week of offers. Join Westfield Plus for early access to all the great deals. Download the app now. Sharing the spirit of hope this Christmas. Yeah, thanks to Westfield, we have been able to help out people that are doing it tough. And yesterday we heard um, from Vicky from Springfield Lakes. Of course, that place was affected by the storms and her house was as well. But it has been really rough, um, I'd say a few years, because Vicky sadly lost her job during COVID. And three years ago, just before Christmas, her husband, uh, the father to her four children, passed away. This was her yesterday. Children losing their um, dad would have been devastating, but to happen right before Christmas. Um... <laughs> yeah, that was really rough. <laughs> we still celebrate the day that he passed away mm. with the children to try and take that, separate it from Christmas. Yeah. They've been through a lot and you've been through a lot, Vicky, and we can't stand by and just watch this Christmas pass you and, and have you guys struggle. Thanks to Westfield. We're going to get um, a bike for each of the children. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> How tough have you been doing it financially since losing your job, hon? Oh, just, I can't even explain. Sometimes I don't know how I'm going to feed my kids, but my mum helps a lot. <laughs> My mum helps me so much, so thank you, mum. <laughs> and that's heartbreaking. We've also got $1,000 for groceries. <laughs> oh, my God, thank you so much. You have no idea how much stress that takes on me. <laughs> thank you so much for your generosity and kindness. Uh, now, the wonderful Vicky joins us again this morning. Hi, Vicky. Good morning. Sorry about that. It's awful hearing yourself yeah. cry back, isn't it? No, it's made me cry again. again. Oh, Vicky, just for, for you never to, to ask for anything and then to hear you say that, you know, you get scared of how you're going to put food on the table, um, broke our hearts, but it also broke um, a lot of people in Brisbane that listened to that. This is what this is what we love about doing this show. And our, our show, for the people who listen, the people who make it, you know, we're a big family and we are so happy that people have reached out again, Vicky. These are people who just heard your story yesterday. Um, and we'd like to introduce you to Bridget this morning. Hi, Bridget. Hi. Hey, Bridget. <laughs> You're on with... Hi, Vicky. Hi, Bridget. You've got some news oh. for her? Yeah, I do. Vicky, um, I work for a lady called Janine. She's got a small business in Brisbane called Harper B. And we were both listening to you yesterday and we were just so heartbroken, um, both of us in tears. We, we think you're amazing. We think we connect with mums every day and I just think you're, you're so strong and we really want to we really help. And what we do is we do stuff for kids, tweens so well and back to school and i'm a mum of three and back to school is so expensive really <laughs> so we want to we want to deck out the kids i don't know i know the ages of the kids you've got six and seven um yeah. maybe your four-year-old's heading off to prep next year no maybe. he's actually the year Still after. <laughs> yeah brought that one out too um so we're gonna do your book covers your library bags your swim bags your chair bags pencil cases lunch boxes, drink bottles, everything you need, and everything is really fun. It's like 
felt the kids will love it. We also want to do some clothing for the girls because we do that too. And we've got some beautiful stocking fillers for all the kids that we want to Thank get. Thank you so much, Bridget. Oh, you're so welcome, beautiful. I just, oh. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Thank Bridget. You, Bridget. Um, now, it doesn't stop there, Vicky. People were just contacting us all day yesterday. Shale from Red Hill, you're on the air with Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Hi. How are you? Oh, yeah, great. This is you. Yeah, go for it, Shale. Uh, I was driving to work yesterday with uh, tears streaming down my cheeks and got to work and spoke to my partner and we would love to, from our family to yours, give you $500 towards a lovely Christmas dinner for you and your beautiful family. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Please enjoy. Please enjoy. That is so beautiful. Uh, thank you so much, Shale. And, and that's the thing, Christmas dinner, you know, you want to do the big spread. You want the kids to walk mm. out with their toys and see it, and, mm. and you're going to get to do that, Vicky. Um, oh, my God. Hang there, though. Mm. It ain't over yet. <laughs> <laughs> we got Sonia in Woodford. Sonia, you're on the air with Vicky. Say hello. Hi, Vicky. Hi, Sonia. <laughs> How are you, hun? Yeah, good. <laughs> Overwhelmed. I, um... I can't even imagine. Sorry. <laughs> I can't imagine what you've been through. I really can't. But um, I'm sorry. Just listening to your stories. Honestly, it's, it is heartbreaking, but the resilience that you must have is so inspiring. And... Um, I know you want it to be about the kids and giving them a magical Christmas, but I think that you also deserve to have a little bit of something too. So I, um, I've got you a $260 pure indulgent voucher at Springfield. So it's called an ultimate escape. All months like that. Um, oh, thank you. I've also got some uh, big craft boxes from Kids Craft, uh, sorry, Kids Craft Box Co., being delivered uh, to the station for you and um, I've also got some presents um, and some crafty activities for the kids and a pool with a pool cover um, waiting for you to click and collect from Springfield. Oh my god. That is so generous. Thank you so much. Oh, Sonia, oh, you're beautiful. You heard that and then went shopping yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Such a woman, you know. Oh, go I love and- it. <laughs> And look, Vicky uh, and Sonia, that's so beautiful. Vicky, it's true. You need to take some time for yourself as well. And, and you know, it, people heard yesterday, and this is all money out of people's personal pockets. So there is a lot of love out there from Brisbane, and you need to know that you're not alone at the moment, and everyone is here for you. Thank you so much, everyone in Brisbane and B105 and you guys. And, oh, my God, I just can't. Thank you. Okay, we one, one, Yeah, one time we'll call and we, we won't make you we cry. We won't make you we cry. Promise. Okay, Vicky, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll 2021, man, yeah. it's all going to be happy. <laughs> uh, Vicky, thank you for sharing your story and, and Merry Christmas from everyone Merry to you. Merry Christmas. All right, good on you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Still Shelly from the block. Hey, so great to chat to this lovely lady. Shelly Craft is on the air with us. Good morning. 
Morning, morning. How are you, Brizzy? We're good. You know that we always get excited about auction time because you get excited to see how much money they walk away with and also go, oh, for the ones that walk away with nothing after all the time on it. How are the, the auctions going in Melbourne? Because here in Brisbane, prices are kind of through the roof at the moment mm. for houses. Yeah, look, ultimately, Melbourne only came down of lockdown like a week and a week or so ago. So they, they have been able to have inspections. Uh, at the homes, but everything is a little bit slow to get off the ground. There's not a lot of stock on the market down here, so we're hoping uh, that holds up in good stead because they are pretty frisky, the buyers down here, and um, they, they want to get out and they want to do something and they never want to see their other houses ever again. So um, for that. us, hopefully that change would be good. <laughs> Imagine someone just buys the house because they've been bored for months. They're like, eh, <laughs> you know what? Let's are you talking about I can't look at that wall again. Yeah. I can't use that kitchen yeah. ever again. Yeah, get me out. Change of scenery. <laughs> uh, you, you live in Byron Bay or, or Byron Wood, as it is? Yes, is a, I do. Can you tell the people who just turn up there for the day who are just looking for celebrities? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. yeah. How are they, how yeah. Are they, what do they do? Like, you do, what are they doing when they turn up? they got big, long camera lenses and stuff? Oh, it's it's more what we're, what they wear that gives them away, to be honest. Uh, you know, they try to come into Byron and go a little bit incognito in yeah. their... Their cheesecloth and their spell outfits and their pop-eye hats. And, uh, yes. So they go too far hipster is what you're saying. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, okay, right. right. Well, because we've all seen the photos, which means there has to be more paparazzi. you yeah. got Zach Efron there. How would a hipster dress? Birkenstocks? <laughs> I'm Check. I'm going to need some unvaccinated children. <laughs> yeah, the man, bun, the man bun's still pretty hot in Byron if you're uh, on the hipster train, but... No, look, it's funny. To, to find one of those people in Byron um, isn't that hard, you know? They're just living their life and mm. they're just getting on with it and, um, you know, they're not hiding. So, yeah, it's, it's become a bit of a, a hot spot, I guess, for celeb spotting. But um, it always is around, you know, blue time or splendour. You also see uh, many people getting around. It just seems that they're choosing to live there now. Yeah, right. I wonder, it would be funny, though, like if you've got, you know, like a Chris Hemsworth or... Whatever who frequents Nicole your Kidman your is there. yeah your cafe and then their kids are like playing up or whatever and you have to would you go over and be like can you tell your kids to sit down they're pissing everyone off I think they'd be in really good company in Byron if their kids are playing up that's not, <laughs> that's not unusual we don't we're tell them bit, no we don't tell them we're no. all a bit free range <laughs> I was laughing at photo I think it was one of the Hemsworths was walking their children without any shoes. And a friend of mine lives there and was like, no, there's honestly kids that just don't wear shoes to school and it's accepted. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is. Look, it's very good. Podiatrists would probably agree. It's a <laughs> yeah, very good idea. What, <laughs> I, what I love about this, Shelley, though, is you're bagging them out. Like, you live there. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing her cheesecloth top. I'm sitting here right now in the middle of Melbourne and I have no shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Shelley, you know, today here in Queensland is also uh, the last day of school for, for Year 12s. Listening right now, we'd have a lot of a lot of kids on the way to school for the very last time. Do you remember your uh, graduation party or your, your schoolies party? Day. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> it was yesterday, but it certainly wasn't yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I can't believe that's happening. Congratulations, everyone. You did it. Yeah, Woo! they did. No, right? <laughs> did you get up to mischief? Because muck up day, you generally, you know, you run a little bit of muck. 
Oh, I went to a pretty strict school, so no, there was no mucking up. We were lucky that we were allowed to draw on our uniforms, oh, and yeah. that was about as far as we went. But I actually started working at Movie World the next day. Oh. So, um, yes, I was straight into the workforce, and uh, I did I did cut loose a little bit on the Goldie, I will admit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, not as, not as mad as I've probably gone since. So, uh, look, just stay safe, be careful, and uh, remember you've got the rest of your lives ahead of you. What did you do at Movie World? Oh, I was an attraction presenter. So I worked on the rides. You know, Movie World, uh, I think it still does, had little acts before each of the rides, whether it be the Gremlin ride or the Mm. Batman ride. Yeah, yeah, and I was one of the actors that took you on your your tours. So basically what I do now, just in costume. Oh, that's cool. Was that what Sophie Monk did as well? No, she was Marilyn. She was, she was Marilyn. One of the she was Marilyn. Yeah, mm. Teresa Livingston was Catwoman. I never held those great. Uh, you know, they were they were they were dreams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're in the change room, going, "If only I could be them, I could be a that's Marilyn." Not, I, look, I did used to do the um, the characters a little bit, so I have found myself right. inside a, a Daffy Duck costume <laughs> on occasion. And <laughs> I bet you they stank, didn't they? They would have been rank in summer. Oh, they were pretty bad. <laughs> they were pretty bad. That's right, Shelley. I uh, I once went for a promotional model um, for Melbourne Cup, and I was the back of the horse <laughs> in the costume. <laughs> Perfect. See, we've all got our Yeah, but the sad thing is, Shelley, I did my hair and makeup because I thought that I was like a model. <laughs> well, I used to find myself smiling a lot inside Sylvester. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah like, what Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. On the upside, they must have just been saying you had a nice ass. Oh, so yeah, that, that's a compliment. Oh, yeah, that's thanks. true. Yeah. Take that. Or take it, Abby. Take it. Yeah. Yes, Thank you. Good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, the block auctions, they're Sunday, 7 o'clock. This is the, this is the one I love, this episode. It's, the, you know, your heart beats, mm. everyone's sweats. It's great to watch. Shelley Craft has been an awesome season of The Block and as always, amazing to talk to you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, yeah, enjoy the show. 7 o'clock Sunday. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ah, uh, we want to get to our Alpha Bucks answers. Uh, we're free to get, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, Alpha Bucks here. Oh, they're on here. We've right? got them. Yeah, we've got them. Right. Hey, want to play Alpha Bucks Monday, the 23rd of November? Your answers are? 7 a.m. Monstrella at 8 a.m. Waffles. Enjoy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Nice guys finish last. Nice guys finish last. Why don't you date a nice guy? Have you ever said to anyone, I'm sorry, you're just too nice for me? 131060, explain it. Because a uh, a dating expert has said that every time she will pair up people, they will say, you know what, I really want someone who's trustworthy, reliable, emotionally intelligent, you know, just find them, will do nice things for me, be there for me and treat me like a queen. And then she'll pair them up with people and they'll go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, he was just too nice. Ah. She's like, so what is it? And she's posed this question and a lot of people have written back saying, well, I'm going to be honest with you. They're just boring. Some people have said they're too accommodating. Mm-hmm. Others have said that um, <laughs> she says that they don't stand up for themselves. Because mm. I'll be honest and say I, I like I, it's. I'm not saying like a bad boy, but I've never dated a nice guy because mm. they're. It's a bit of a turn off for me. Being and nice. their manners are. Uh, <laughs> but no, not manners. It's just well, it depends what I guess your version of a nice guy is. But because I'm such probably a strong person, I need someone to stand up for me and say you're actually being out of line. Where oh, I feel I like you, in the yeah. past, if I've dated stuff, they're always like, "Oh no, you're right," and I'll cancel on them, and they'll go, "Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it." And I'm like, "No, you actually need to stand up for yourself and say that's not cool." So you got angry at the guy because he did what you wanted, and you wanted him to go. Ag- Against I like someone like if I'm being if I'm being a cow, Scotty will go, Whoa, stop it. And nope. I probably need someone to stand up for me. Are we allowed stand- to do that? 
You guys are not nice guys. Oh, so you oh, find oh, us attractive, okay. eh? Right. Look, we're okay, taken. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. right. Just Calm down. He's married and I'm married, yes. so just... Simmer down, well, love. Is it different? <laughs> <laughs> Other people have said guy. it's ridiculous grow up. <laughs> By saying that you're not dating a nice yeah, guy, you need yeah. to grow up because they're saying that nice guys might not be good at the start, but then they're perfect later on in life. Well, you tell me then. Maybe I've got the wrong definition of a nice guy. I know what you're saying. You want... Because is there... Pe- I don't. What would you? Not, they're not bad guys. Let's call them bad guys. Is there passion in a bad guy? Because you know you sort of have a bit of abrasiveness. Then there's passion that follows that. But if a guy is always like wanting to do what you want to do, following your plans and mm. everything, it's a bit like it's a bit wishy washy. Yeah. Okay. In yeah. an attempt to be nice, they come away as if they have no um, aspiration yeah. or as- assertion. Yeah. I, um, and I feel like you know when you kind of go when you're just making all the plans and they're like, yeah, no, I'm fine with it all mm. the time. Then I feel like I kind of go, I, I'm not really dating a real person. I'm just dating someone who's so much of a pleaser that they. I don't know what they want. Mm. Yeah, right. They've got their yeah. disease to please rather yeah. than living their life. And maybe that's not a, a nice, but then would they don't... You, would you say you get a nice uh, bad guy the first, say marriage, then if you got divorced, you would go for a nice guy the second time? or I guess later in life. Do mm. you guys date nice girls? No. <laughs> 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 nah. Of See, that's not. what I'm saying. I think, it, I think it actually no, works no. both ways. I, my girlfriend before Esther was a nice girl. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, she was into the environment and did environmental science and all that stuff. And it was fun at the time. Mm. But then when I met Esther and she was a bad girl, mm. like, my mind exploded. So, like so I was, exactly I was just, same. I obsessed over her because I was like, wow, this chick is insane and I can't work her out. Mm. And she kind of put you in your spot. Yeah. So it works both ways. It's not just. Oh, she's getting up me, but I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> I think there's like manners and being courteous yeah. and respectful yeah, yeah. for yeah, each yeah. other. That's different. Abby's in East Brisbane. What do you think about nice guys? You dated one? I dated one for around two years. And he was uh, the epitome of nice guy. He bought flowers every morning, took me out every weekend, like paraded me to his friends, did not let me spend a dime. Like, he was an absolute beauty of a bloke. And you sound but, disgusted by it. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I think about it, maybe, maybe. But uh, he just had no backbone. Mm. It was always me making the decisions, you know. And, like, as much as I want to be, like, one of those independent feminist women, you know, I am the leader in the relationship, I really don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's nice having someone make decisions and take that away from you. Has he gone on to to meet anyone nice? <laughs> um, I tried. I really tried, you know, because, like, you know, as they say, nice guys finish last and, you know, you want to be there and you want to be treated well, but... It's just not as fun. It's just the most boring <laughs> right. time you've ever spent with someone. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Now, Nikki and Al Jester, we're talking about nice guys. Yeah. Um, good morning, guys. Um, can I just quickly say thank you so much for doing your Dear Santa and Brisbane. Like, you're all absolutely amazing. I cry like a baby every time I hear it. Oh, thanks, <laughs> We're lucky to do what we do. Yes, you are. But... And we appreciate it. But my point is, um, I'm usually the nice gal, mm. and I get friend-zoned. Um, but oh. I've found that you need to find a happy medium, because if they're too nice, you tend to get boring, bored. Mm. And 
if they're not nice, you kind of lose interest. And, um, yeah, like the last caller said, like, you don't want to be in control all the time. You want them to take the lead and look after you. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's that thing, isn't it? You don't want to be walked over either. But, yeah. Yeah. Is you want to have that feeling of a, of if things go wrong, a man can scoop, can pick it up and and take control. Is that I what guess it is? in an emergency situation, you don't want the guy looking and go, "What should what I do?" do? Mm. You go, "You should know what you should do." <laughs> <laughs> and hey. the worst being asked is, "What do you want?" Well, let's just try things. Hannah, what, in a, comp- what about? I know what you want. No, 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 see, fine line. line. There's a happy medium. Right? Hannah in Kabulcha, what do you think about dating nice guys? So I married the nice guy and it really didn't end nice at all. What, what do you mean? So he was super nice, like, you know, high school sweethearts kind of thing. Like we met just after high school. We dated for ages. We've got kids together. We got married. It was meant to be all perfect. He was super nice. Um, since getting divorced, it's just been the complete opposite. Like he has been the biggest... Not nice person. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're making me nervous, Hannah. It's, I wonder if there is just a nasty person inside the nice exterior for some people. No, you know what I reckon oh. that is? It's like he's he's now going, I was so nice to her that entire time, and now I'm going to get my, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything I did for her, Hannah. That, and that's truly not you know, nice, isn't it? No, they true. should go, well, I love them, You can't. You and can't it didn't work out. get mad at people for oh, when you open the door for them and they don't no. thank you. Yeah. Hey, look what we've got from Logan Lee. We got Tom, the nice guy. Hey, Tom. Hello, hello. How are you? So, did you get told that many times? They just um, said you're too nice. Yeah, not that I was too nice. I got told I wasn't man enough um, mm. at one point, and um, yeah, most of my relationships only lasted like a month mm-hmm. before they cottoned on I was too nice. They cottoned on. And what you do you, what do you think? What do you think were the things that were too nice that you did, Tom? Um. I don't know. I think I was just, um, it took me a long time to realize what the girls wanted. I used to always be like, why are they after the, the horrible guys, the bad guys? Mm. And I realized it was confidence. Yes. You know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. Girls want confidence and the nice guys, a lot of them don't have the confidence. And like you were always saying, they're like, um, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. How do you want to do, you know? Um, so I had to learn that confidence and I've been with my partner for 10 years and we're getting married so So I think you're so right Tom was saying that because confidence is so attractive and when someone's saying I want what you want it's like well you don't have any opinions you don't back yourself so if you don't back yourself then I can't do that so if there's any nice guys listening right now make sure you got healthy self-esteem every couple of days just disagree with her just for (laughs) just to keep her keen if you think oh I've agreed for three days now no Mm -hmm. I'm not eating what you want do you know what maybe Trump is good (laughs) Fine line again. Okay. Back to the fine line. Five yeah. G did cause coronavirus. <laughs> the world is flat. Oh, Tom, I hope, I'm glad you have found your happy ending. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Time to hear Stab's song. I want to sing a song right now. Baby. What are you going to sing? Stab song, 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 song. Many things are funny and wrong, like taking candy from a baby or kicking a man while he's down. Both funny. Yeah. But when I was ta- <laughs> when I was tasked yesterday to write a song for the class of 2020, yes, I thought, you know what? They've been through enough. 
They really have. They've had a really tough year, mm-hmm. and it's just been it's been a dumpster fire for them, and they've missed out on so many things that cool. they should have had. And we were chatting yesterday about the classic one. Like, it's always Vitamin C, Friends Forever, mm. or Green Day's Good Riddance mm. got rolled out a lot. Mm. Um, a couple of the younger ones here in the production team said Forever Young yeah. yes. was yeah. one that got played for them. Yeah. Do you know what really got me, though? I was talking about this with a friend that they're finishing, and she's like, I know it's been really hard for them, but think about this. When were our best parties? And I went... Oh, they've missed out on parties mm-hmm. this year. They have. Not just the graduation and the, yeah. the schooling. Yeah. Oh, my God. Think of the children. <laughs> they didn't have parties. You think about it. Year 12 parties were the best. Yeah. yeah. They haven't been out of any. No. Oh, my glory days, mate. <laughs> Scattering when the police turn up. Yeah. But they have missed out on a lot. And I know Hooking we're all... up with... What was that guy's name again from Grade 10? <laughs> I don't know, mate. I don't know. You tell the story. <laughs> Is that your cousin too? But they have... I know every single one of my cousin's name. Thank you. <laughs> but they have been through a lot, and we're very, very proud of them. So I've done something different. I haven't done a funny parody song. This is a rousing, just a, a song for them, for the year that they've had, and to let them know that we are proud of them and we love them. You've done Zoom chats time after time. Must feel like you're sentenced, but committed no crime. And you've worn masks You've been homeschooled Missed out on dancing and parties and dates But you come through You are the champions, young friends And you and everything that went with it You should stand tall Face climate change And no formals too If you survive Oh, that's good. Good job. Hey, happy muck-up day. Yes. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Throughout history. 
Mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. It's the moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one and one million? Once a week, one guess. Someone in Brisbane will create history. Mm -hmm. They said it couldn't be done. It may not be done. Nah, it will be done. Eventually. It will be done. Of course it will, will be done. Be done. As you said, this is, going to be, this is going to be done more than I'm going to guess the uh, the riddle in the morning. Yes. That's at 6am for those that don't listen. Oh, nah. look, it's happening. All the cars are starting to pull over. I, it's a crazy how that happens. Yeah. Isn't it? PDF Food Services, we can see you down there stopped. That guy in the jet ski's pulled over. Is he in a jet ski on the road? No, he's in the river. He's in the middle oh, of the yeah, river. Yeah. No, I don't have the view of the river like you. Mm. Apologies. the cheap to, seats over here. To the, to the buses that are going to run late. The train that's going to be late. Everyone in Brisbane look, stops. Look, look, that plane stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not that many flights going at the moment. I know. Yeah. All right. Everyone stops at this time on a Friday in Brisbane to see if it can be done. The classic is pick a number between one and ten. We're going for one and one million, baby. Have we found the luckiest person in Bree in Goodna? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my God. Hello. 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 We're good. You got through. Yeah. How lucky. I'm so excited. Mm. Well, I'm feeling pretty lucky this morning. Um, it's a bit of a low number, but I'm ready to go. Okay. Talk, talk us through why this number, because the number, there's only one person who knows. It's Siobhan, our executive producer. She generated <laughs> it on a computer program. How did you get your number? Well, it's just my lucky number just in life. Um, it's been given to me like in jerseys when I play sports and stuff and I've picked it before and been pretty lucky with it so I don't know I'm just going for it if it's on your jersey like, please please let it be 955,272 <laughs> <laughs> also too Brie are you ready um, if you get this right today are you ready for the fame and fortune that's going to follow this this is going to change your life sure. oh yeah I'm yeah. pretty excited <laughs> okay. okay here we go All Brie right. okay. from Goodna what is your number between one it, and one million? It is number nine. Oh, mm. number nine. It's low. Number nine. Is that our first single, number did you? Nine. No, yes. we had... No, no. Yeah. No, yeah. it wasn't it the dude... Oh. No, we yeah. had... This is our first single, did you? We had eight. We had, we had eight. eight. Yeah, we had eight. Oh, yeah. I was away. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, Bree. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. This is going to change your life. <clears throat> Siobhan, is it number nine? Hey, Bree. Hello. <laughs> Nervous? A little bit. Yeah, you should be. It's not the number. Oh. 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 That's okay. Oh. Maybe we should just start from one and work our way up. <laughs> there goes the traffic. Plane started up again. Mm, till next week, guys. So next sorry, week. Brisbane. Hey, Thank you. Bree. 
thanks. Um, thanks for listening. Sorry it couldn't be you. Thanks for picking up. No, that's okay. Have no. a good day, guys. Yeah. You too, Bray. Bye. There hear, we go. Hear the disappointment, can't you? I yeah. know, I know. Not everyone can be special. There's no. only going to be one person. Mm. One guess once a week, the number between one and one million. Uh, guys, that's it for us. Monday, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman's coming yes. on with us. Jane mm. Seymour. She was also a Bond girl. She's done amazing things in her career. What was her Bond name? Do you remember? Uh, she was... Oh, oh, I put you on the spot, didn't I? I but I know what it's on the tip of my tongue. It's no. annoying when you've got a Bond girl and they've got a normal name, like Fiona. I think and you're like, was, oh, wasn't so too, yeah. You know? Not like Pussy Galore. No. Pussy Galore, we all know stuff. that one, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, no, there's never a Sharon, is there? <laughs> 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 Here's Margaret. I'm an assassin. What's your name? Sharon. You got it? Yeah, Sharon. Sharon the she was solitaire. Ah, oh, there oh. we go. There all right, guys. Go. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Stop, I'll be in my... B105.